Gold, silver, riches, hidden and waiting to be found. These are tales of ghosts and treasures. Stories, folklore, legends, leyendas, cuentos y más. This is Spooky Tales. Listen, escuchen at your own risk. This is Christina. And this is MJ. And welcome to episode 21 of A Spooky Tales. Wow, I can't believe it's 21 already. I say that every episode now. I, I can't believe we're at this number. Our, our little podcast is legal enough to drink. Yes. <laughs> I forgot to look for a listener story. I do not have one. That's fine. <laughs> Although my mom told me a story. So maybe I'll just um, say my, the one my mom told me, which is short. It's not long. But we'll use, yeah, we'll use her story for this week's Spooky's um, stories. And again, if you have a story for us um, that you want us to share, feel free to send it to spookytales at gmail.com and we will tell it before we get on to the episode. So this story is about my grandma's house in Mexico, in Guadalajara. They, I've never heard it, but again, I, I do not ever hear or see these things. It's very rare that I do, but they say that you can hear a marble rolling down the stairs after midnight. And they say that because I said my my grandma's house is a two story building and um, the upstairs, nobody, my uncle stays in one of the rooms, but the rest is like nobody stays up there. Sorry, my aunt and my cousin used to stay up there, but then she moved um, in with her husband. So since then, since they left, nobody has stayed in the, the other room that's up there. And I don't think anyone wants to because now, because they say that there's a little boy ghost and he is the one that plays with this marble that rolls down the stairs. And uh, nobody, they hear the marble, like almost all my family has heard it. And one of my tios said that in my, because there's no backyard, it's like this tiny little patio area where for the longest time, my abuelita didn't have a washer. It was like this giant sink that was outside that you had to hand wash your clothes in and then just hang it all up. So this little like patio is like big enough. It's like a tiny little area. It's big enough for like that sink and to hang clothes in. And then she has birds back there. But one of my tios said that he saw the little boy crouching down. And like, then he saw him turn and he was like, I chingados. And like, he ran. (laughs) (laughs) I no mames. What the fuck? (laughs) And he ran away. He's like, no. mm -mm." And so he doesn't go out there anymore. (laughs) But my mom was over there last a while ago. She was like trying to fall asleep, but she um has like a sleeping issues, so sometimes it takes her super long to fall asleep. So it was like midnight. She was finally dozing off, and then she hears just the marble rolling down the stairs. She was like, "No, no, oh my god, no, no, it's the marble." <laughs> and she just like got under her coverings, and she's like, "Oh, I just don't want to see the little boy." And then the next day, she told my um my abuelita, and she's like. Ama, ayeroi. Oh, she doesn't call her ama, but she's like, ayeroi la, la canica. And then as she was telling her that she heard the marble, they heard, they both heard it rolling down the stairs and they were like, no. <laughs> so yeah, the, there's a little ghost boy with a marble in my grandma's house in Mexico. <laughs> I hope I will forget that when I visit because I do want to visit again. 
But I've been there. I've been there like four times and I've never heard it. And when we go, the first two times we went, we stayed for like three months, <laughs> two or three months because we were, you know, kids. It was like all summer break. We stayed and I didn't hear anything. And then I went again four years ago, almost five, I think. And yeah, I I heard nothing. So, so maybe, I mean, maybe I'll be fine. You know, I'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not going to hear this marble. No. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the story. And again, if you have a story you want us to tell before we start an episode, just send it to us or DM us via our socials. Today, we're talking about ghost, ghosts and treasures. And these stories are everywhere, like literally everywhere, I feel. If you're Mexican, any any type of, you know, Latino, Latina, Latinx, whatever you want to use, um, Hispanic, whatever, you have, I assure you, you have like a story of someone you know, someone you know in your family knows someone who has gone um, to an asylum or something or has lost their mind because they were like digging a treasure next to a ghost or something like mm -hmm. someone knows a story of a ghost story with a treasure. Speaking of, my, and I don't know the full story, but my mom has always told us that in mi abuelito's old rancho, um, which I forget where he's from, because he's not from Guadalajara. My grandma was the one that was from there. There's a story in that little pueblo that there was a woman sent to an asylum after following the instructions of a ghost to dig for a lost treasure, and she just, like, lost it afterward. So, and then my mom had, like, a front a neighbor in front of their house who had a similar story. They were like, he wasn't all there and they're like, Oh no, don't worry about him. He's just lost his mind. Cause he was digging for a treasure, like a cursed treasure. <laughs> 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 but yeah, they're everywhere. And um, yeah. And these treasures, they're never like a good treasure, you know, like it's always like a cursed thing. If you get this treasure or there's like something to it. So MJ has a really good story about a ghost and a treasure that she'll share after I share some. I found, um, and I didn't know about this this one, but I found one from Costa Rica, which I don't think we've shared a story from Costa Rica, have we? No, I don't think so. I was going to say, well, I think we've like maybe brushed over it. Like, I think that some of the stories we have told also are heard in Costa Rica. There's A lot of these stories are like heard in mobile countries. So does it count? Does it? I don't know. Like, I think La Ciguanaba or something. We were like, oh, and her story's also heard in this place. Like, I think that's that's that was our only mention of Costa Rica. Like, nothing has been Costa Rica specific. Yeah. But this is. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the legend of El Pirata Sin Cabeza, or the Headless Pirate. Um, apparently, in the 18th century, pirates roamed the seas near Costa Rica frequently and they wreck wrecked havoc yeah. on Spanish ships, which sounds like fun, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm down. Let's go become yes. pirates. Yes. <laughs> Actually pirates were like like there was like a phase like fourth through like sixth grade where I just loved all things pirates. I had pirate books, I had Pirates of the Caribbean. That was my shit. <laughs> Dude, I still watch that stuff. Actually you know what? As soon as we're done with this I'm watching. <laughs> well, pirates are awesome. And if you wreak havoc on some colonies. Right, right. Yeah. So, of course, with all this pirate activity, there's a legend from Costa Rica about a pirate. <laughs> and it has to do it has something to do with the buried treasure, which is why I mentioned it. <laughs> so, 
legend tells that this headless pirate is guarding a treasure buried beneath un árbol guanacaste, which I don't, I had to look that up because I was like, what is that? And it's a, what is known as a monkey ear tree or elephant ear tree. And this tree is located on the beach, uh, La Playa de Tivives, which is in Costa Rica. I don't know where it is, somewhere there on the <laughs> somewhere. coast. Somewhere over there, yeah. And according to legend, there were two pirates. And the name in Spanish was Bartolome. And I'm guessing it's just, is that just like Bartolome? Bartolome? How do you? Bartholomew? Bartholomew. Okay. I was like, I know it's not Bartolome. Bartolome. <laughs> I'm guessing well, it sounds like Bartholomew. And... Okay. So, Barth- yeah, I think you're right. Pobrecito, man. They were like, I hate this kid already. Let me just name him Bartholomew. Right. So, and his name is listening. <laughs> I hope there's no Bartholomews out there because your name sucks, no? <laughs> <laughs> According to MJ. Yeah. Is that Bart's full name? Bart Simpson? Or is yeah, it just Bartholomew. Bart? <laughs> oh, okay. It's like the, also the name Corey is like Cornelius. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was just Corey. So like you know, Corey meets world. His name is Cornelius? Yes. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Bartholomew sharp and william dampier 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 it's d-a-m-p-i-e-r dampier that's his last name dampier Dampier. yeah we'll just say that i don't know whatever (laughs) who cares no we don't care we don't care yeah (laughs) i mean a a little bit i guess i don't know just a tiny (laughs) (laughs) they were uh, one of many pirates that were in this uh costa rica area targeting spanish ships during one of these attacks william took some treasures for himself and confided it to and you know this is confusing because the story said another pirate and is that other pirate bartholomew because it never says who this other pirate is but then the beginning of the story mentioned bartholomew so i was like where does bartholomew come back and to play (laughs) so maybe this other pirate is bartholomew i don't know it has to be. There's like I don't right because why else would they mention both of them? So William confided in Bartholomew that he took some treasure for himself, and so they were gonna keep this treasure together. But Bartholomew was said to be a plain evil pirate with a heart made of ashes, and he was said to be the son of Satan. And William apparently didn't care about this. And being the greedy pirate that he was, he was like, I'm going to betray the shit out of Bartholomew, kill him, and keep this treasure for myself. That's what William said, apparently. I made it up. But <laughs> <laughs> but, but he does do this. He keeps the treasure and kills um, Bartholomew. And again, Bartholomew was rumored to be the son of Satan. And so as he was dying and falling into the hole that was dug up for the treasure, he was yelling for Satanás, for his father. I don't know why it sounds funner. It's more fun in Spanish. It is. <laughs> Satanás. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so um, he was yelling for his father, and he was yelling, aquí, aquí, like letting him know, yo, I'm right here, right here. And then Damp- Dampier, William Dampier was like, what? And he decap- decapitated him because he was like, dude, shut up. <laughs> Just die already. And yeah, cut his head off. And so much to William's surprise, after he decapitated him, the body then stood up 
reached its arms out and the rolling head continued to yell, aquí, aquí, here, letting, you know, still trying to tell his father where to find him. And so naturally, William ran away. He ran like hell to the ship and he didn't look back. (laughs) Now they say that after midnight, during a full moon, the headless pirate lets out a chilling scream, aquí, and a mysterious ship that no one is captaining, driving. Do you drive oh, ships? Like a ghost what ship? Do do? A ghost ship? Yeah, it's a ghost ship, and it's just moving on its own. I just did, I wrote driving, then I was like, no, that's not right. You <laughs> could drive a ship. <laughs> what do you do? I don't know. It's a steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, I, what are you, I was like, driving, sailing, whatever. Anyway, so we'll just say a ghost ship appears out of nowhere. And then it stops right in front of the tree. And the headless pirate can be seen waiting for someone who is brave enough to dig up the treasure. That's not me. I wouldn't do it. (laughs) I mean, a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Pay off my mortgage? What? Yes. Go to Dr. Miami? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You said that last episode, too. Yeah, I was like, man, I like on Twitter. I mean, not on Twitter, on TikTok. I see people go to doctor. Man, <laughs> is this what um what inspired your tweet that was like people getting out here getting BBLs? Yes, <laughs> living the life I want. Oh my god, it hurts to see it. <laughs> Someone was like, "What's a BBL?" Well, <laughs> let well, me tell you. Sit down. Are you ready? <laughs> Take a seat. Story time. Yeah. Speaking of story time, I have one more story. What a perfect segue. Thank you. <laughs> I Like I already said, these stories are everywhere. And um, I'm going to focus on Mexico because that's where I know a lot of them. And that's also I'm half Mexican. So <laughs> that's why. <laughs> that's another reason. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's either like a hidden treasure in an old house, in un rancho, in una hacienda. They're, yeah, everywhere. And in Mexico specifically, it seems like there's the, all these caves that they call La Cueva del Diablo and they have a treasure in them or El Cerro del Diablo. But like, so like the Devil's Cave, like there's just a bunch of caves that are supposedly where the devil lives. He just goes from cave to cave. I don't know. that That's weird. But there's they're everywhere. And this treasure that's found inside these caves, it's always cursed. It always comes with a price. It's never free. And so one of these many tales, I'll share one. Um, Because, again, there's so many of them. I think I've already done, like, three of them on our TikTok. (laughs) Three separate ones that are not the one. It's not the one I'm about to share. Um, So, in Ocampo, Tamaulipas, there's an old legend about a young man named Pancho Rojas. So, he was a muleteer, which is someone who um, transports goods on mules. So, obviously, the story's old because that's how goods were transported on a mule. (laughs) So one day he was working and he t- he was taking a break in El Cerro. And I think, what are cerros? Is that just like a hill? Yeah, it's a hill. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> he was on a hill. And then he remembers stories of a hidden treasure treasure left in a cave on this hill area. And this treasure was said to be left there by the Spanish. And by sheer luck, or, you know, he thought he thought he was lucky at the time, he found the entrance to this cave. The one that supposedly contained the treasure. And when he entered the cave, he heard a terrible, creepy voice say, ¿Quieres el tesoro, hijo mío? Todo o nada, Panchito. 
which translates into, you want the treasure, my son? It's all or nothing, Panchito. And I, I don't know how to sound terrifying and say that. So it sounded like a gangster threat when it came from me. <laughs> <laughs> you want this money, bitch? You got to take it all or you get nothing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but that's what it said, this creepy voice. And um, afraid, Panchito took the treasure and ran. When he got back down to the village, he showed everyone the treasure and they advised him. And they told him, this gold is probably cursed. You should give a little piece to La Virgencita, the Virgin Mary, and then donate half of the fortune. So, And he would still be rich if he kept half of it and donated the other half. It's not like he would be losing an insane amount. But of course, he didn't listen. He didn't do it. So he was on his way to spend his newfound fortune on himself. And then suddenly the treasure turned to stone. And Pancho then just dropped dead out of nowhere. And people of this town to this day say that the silhouette of Pancho and his mules can be seen near the cave. Turned to stone? Like, was it not? Like the gold turned to stone? Not Pancho. Oh, he just dropped dead then. Yeah, yeah. Pancho just dropped dead and the gold (laughs) turned to stone. So nobody could get this gold from Pancho. They were just rocks after. Wow. Cursed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, And all these ghost stories it's always yeah cursed money and it's always too like you were saying earlier it's like in a cave called like cueva del diablo or, yeah this place was called el cerro del diablo oh el cerro like it's, it's but it's like always associated yes mm-hmm. and sometimes a lot of them involve spanish leaving gold which i find interesting but i mean your your story is a lot a lot creepier than both that i shared though i will say uh, so this next story um, comes from people that I know, and they will remain anonymous, as per usual. They don't like their their identities out there. But um, this story takes place in Latinaja, in the state of Zacatecas in Mexico. Uh, this is another place that seems to be uh, like a vortex for the unexplained. A lot of uh, different activity happens around here, you know, UFO, ghost, and like a bunch of other shit. So it's like... I don't know. Maybe it's just Mexico at this point. I don't even know. Many of the people that live in this little pueblito experience a sighting of a hunched elderly woman. And she appears all over the pueblo. So it's not just like she appears in one area. She's seen all around and in the surrounding um, area too, like the hills and stuff. She is dressed in clothing that was often seen during... La Guerra de los Cristeros. She is more often seen near the town's water basin. According to legend, she is a bruja belonging to a coven from a, from a neighboring town. And if anyone remembers, if any of our listeners uh, listened to um, the Lechusa story, you remember I told about that one play. I believe it's called like a... What did I say? It, it, uh, I can't even remember now, but I think it was like in La Huacasco or something. Yeah, but then I thought Huacasco was the Yorona story. Oh, it was. But it's like Huacasco and Latinaja are all in the same area. And so it goes back to like that whole like there's witches there. And and there's like there's always a saying that um, brujas vienen de Zacatecas. Yeah, the witches come from Zacatecas. And yeah, even I I remember hearing that saying years ago, too. Yeah. And then I, I get it often when they're like, hey, like, where's your family from? And I'm like, Zacatecas. And they're like, oh, are you a bruja? I'm like, <laughs> bitch, I, I might, might be. be. Shit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> test, t- test my patience and find out. And I'm just kidding. 
It is said that she buried treasure near the water basin. Either she buried the treasure around in the surrounding area, like um, the hills, or she threw the treasure in the water basin. Um, it's all up for debate. There's many, you know. Is um is a water basin like a well? Uh, I from what I got is como casi como una un charco. Oh, okay. Or, or like here, because I googled, I googled pictures, because my mom's like water basin. Porque uh, en español oh. se dice una pila, and I was like battery issues. Like no, no. And then I, I looked it up, and it's water basin. I think it's just like a, like a, like a body of water that's way too small oh, to be like. Oh, I get, I get it now. Yeah, there to be like, okay. be like animals. Like a tiny man-made lake where people get their water from? I think so, but it's, I don't know. There's different types of basins. There's also, como se dice, unas que son como cuadradas where um, your animals go and drink. And then there's... Like almost like a giant pool. Other places, they look like lakes. So, yeah. So, I don't know. If I find a picture of this water basin that they speak of, I'll guess we'll know what kind of water basin <laughs> the people are talking about. But anyway, uh, anyways, where were they? So she either uh, threw it down in the um, in the water basin. And there is another story that during the Cristero War, there was a lot of death um, in the area. So they would take valuables from the dead. So like, you know, during war, um, you know, if a soldier died or even a civilian, if things are needed, you will probably get pickpocketed. Everyone's stuff was up for grabs. Yeah, everyone's stuff was up for grabs. So, I'll, I'll, you know, um, it is believed that esta brujita took the stuff from the dead soldiers. So aside from the the fact that it has a Zacatecas witch connection, also has a very, um, it's surrounded by death. So it's, it's a great hot spot for activity. And this is one of the first stories I heard. So a man back in the 50s was off seeing his lover in the middle of the night. And he was uh, riding his horse. When he was near the basin, he saw a little hunchback old lady just standing by the water basin. She was being illuminated by the moonlight all by herself. And according to this man, after that, he didn't take that route for a long time to see his uh, lover. He was just like, nope, nope. She was just standing there by herself. No, like animals, like, you know, no, no caballo, no nothing. It was just herself by the water basin being, you know, with the moonlight shining on her. Wow. And uh, Latinaja has many hills surrounding it. Uh, one day there were a few gentlemen out and uh, attending to their um, animals and, you know, their farms. And they see this little old lady that, uh, you know, she, it was no one that they rec- recognized. But then they remembered the, the story, like leyenda que la, que la bruja tiene tesoro, that the witch has hidden treasure. You know, they, they, they were like, let's try it out and see. That never ends well, by the way. So one of the jinetes decides to, you know, today's my lucky day. I'm going to get that treasure. You know, the, um, this ghost is going to lead me to it. So he decides to go after her and his horse starts running as fast as it can, but is never able to catch up with this viejita, you know, and she is moving faster than him. They are heading towards the water basin, but he ends up losing sight of her as the hill drops. She disappears nowhere to be seen. And according to the encounter, it was like she was floating or gliding above the ground. And there were multiple people who saw um, this jinete chasing this little old woman. So they were like astonished because not only is she like clearly a viejita, but she's also a hunchback. But she's super fast. <laughs> How the hell does she? 
he's super fast. Naru- what is it? Naruto? Naruto? Oh, like the anime? <laughs> Yeah, you know when they start running with their hands. Uh, I have never seen it. My stepson just started watching it, and I, I know too much about it now. But I have never seen it. <laughs> I don't think I will. There's an insane <laughs> amount of episodes. Um, so uh, many people have reported seeing this little old lady just moving at unbelievable speed. Not only for you know an old lady, but for a human. Many of the town's residents see her in the surrounding area, and it seems to only ever be at a distance. Uh, Many people uh, have looked for the treasure but are unable to find it. It is believed to be that it's at least a very small fortune, Um, you know, whatever was taken during the Cristero War. There was a lot of robbery going on. And and I would like to clarify that during this time that people, like, even if you weren't part of the war, like, you know, the opposing armies, if you were just... You know, someone caught in the middle. Um, unfortunately, um, homes were pillaged. People were killed just for just for being in the middle. So um, it, it's not just one side, two opposing sides. It's the two opposing sides and whoever's caught in the middle. So a lot of homes were um, were robbed and valuables were taken, which is what what is believed to be in part of the hidden treasure. So this is the only. Um, close encounter i don't even want to say close encounter that like implies aliens but like a close encounter with this old woman this is uh, as far as i know the only person who has had it and this person wants to remain anonymous so we i have changed her name to blanca blanca was taking one of her cows to the water basin to drink as she was getting closer to the water basin blanca realized that there was a woman walking not too far behind her she turns around and sees that she's this little old lady. The viejita's face was covered by a rebozo. And for those who don't know what a rebozo is, it's like a, like a shawl, a traditional shawl worn by a, worn in Mexico. And uh, she was uh, wearing a, a huipil. Now, uh, a huipil is a traditional Mexican garment often worn by indigenous women. Blanca, you know, thinks nothing of it. It's old school, but it's Mexican cultures. You know, you see it all the time. Even in modern day, you see people wearing weepies. She does notice that it's not someone she she's ever seen, not someone from the pueblito. After a while, she notices that the viejita is, you know, walking pretty fast. I mean, she's, you know, she clearly has like this deformity of the hunched back, but she's keeping up with Blanca. Slowly, the viejita starts walking faster until they are shoulder to shoulder, and the little old lady, the little old woman, stays quiet the entire time, not making a sound. And the viejita slowly starts coming closer and closer to Blanca, invading her space. And there, where there comes a time as they're walking that it almost seems like the viejita is trying to push Blanca into a barranco, into a ravine. What? Oh my god! Uh-huh. And then you know, Blanca at this. Point, like starts freaking out she gets scared and she starts walking faster to you know to outpace this woman you know and then that's when the viejita just stops walking and just stays behind and you know blanca just leaves and the viejita stays there so it wasn't until after the encounter and you know after you know her nerves were settled that she realized that one the viejita made no noise no talking you couldn't hear footsteps, nothing. And two, that she never saw the viejita's face. So the entire time it was covered in a rebozo, like, you know, hiding. 
And that's the only encounter anyone has ever had with this um, ghost witch thing that hides treasure. And it is believed now that Blanca might have gotten too close to where this witch once buried the treasure and was trying to like be like, no, bitch, I'm going to kill you if you even try to find it. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know, because that, that, that must have been unsettling. Like this what this person walking side by side for a long, you know, what's what from what I got, the context of it was, you know, a pretty long while you don't see their face. They don't make noise. And then there comes a point in time when they like try. To- right. Yeah. It's a una- it's unnatural. Yeah, Cause I mean, you know, you know, there's some like, you know, old elder people who, who are in good shape, you know, at a at hundred, they can walk pretty well, but you can't compare that to someone who has clearly an ailment of a misshapen spine and tell them, Hey, you walk like a normal person. No, like it, 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 impacts their ability to walk and the speed that they do and the fact that this this viejita was able to um up you know stay to stay to pace to a lot of younger people and even like outrun that horse it's like what so it is believed that she is part of a, a coven of witches from Zacatecas and you know as of late it, it's also debated if she, if this uh which is the ghost or if she's just has an unnatural long life. Oh, interesting. It could be either one. Is it a ghost? We're going to say ghost though, because that's yeah. what we're, we're, t- we're sharing ghosts that um, protect treasures. So today she's a ghost. No. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's weird. Cause some of, some of these stories, the, the ghosts, they want someone to find the treasure and other ones, they're like protect it at all costs. Like this story that you just told. Yeah. It's almost, it's yeah. Like, I feel like this one was like, for whatever reason, this witch, this ghost, witch, witch ghost, whatever was really protective of, um, of her treasure, which makes it seem like maybe there's something uh, more than just gold. Like maybe there's like some occult shit that she's trying to hide or something. Well, yeah. There's know. something down yeah. there. Something important. Yeah. Yeah. I, that would be unsettling though, for sure. I'd be like, nope. And then my grandma's always like, ¿Por qué no visitas por esto, abuela? Por esto. <laughs> this is why I don't visit you. <laughs> But yeah, this is a, a good stopping point because I, I have to go pee again. <laughs> All right. All right. So yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll catch you next time. If if you happen to be hiking and there's a cave with a uh, treasure in it, don't don't take the treasure because it's probably cursed. It's my advice. <laughs> yeah, and not not just that you know what how about just try to avoid entire areas because apparently even if you're not looking for the treasure they're gonna be like i'm gonna cut you bitch <laughs> leave my treasure alone yeah if you see a ghost with a treasure just don't just leave the treasure it's not worth it <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um stay as spooky don't forget to um follow us on our social medias linked in the show notes um, if you have a spooky story for us, feel free to send it in. We will share it. We love reading them. Um, we don't have a topic for next week either, so we'll just figure it out. All right. Yeah, stay a spooky. We'll catch everyone next week. Bye. Bye.